You're listening to What If We Loved Podcast, a show about building up the church through love, sonship, and healing. Here are your hosts and founders of Love Inside Out Ministries, Bruce and Shay Mason. Welcome to episode nine of the What If We Loved Podcast. It's Bruce here with Shay and Lisa and Janie. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. This is our first episode of the new year. And uh, how are you guys doing? Feeling good. That's good. And uh, have a good Christmas. Had a great Christmas. Yeah. Yep. Saw all my parents' cats. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, your parents have a lot of cats. They do. An and unbelievable I amount of cats. <laughs> but they're always hiding. <laughs> and you were home, Janie, right? Yeah. I had a very, really very very restful christmas that's good which was good watched a lot of survivor (laughs) uh, over the whole week yeah and yeah just very restful good well that's good we ours was not so restful not so restful we had a few things going on including my mom passing away and uh, a couple rounds of covid in there as well maybe three rounds of covid with all of us but we're we're definitely on the other side of that so we're really excited about the new year kicking off now. There's a lot of things that God's put on our hearts for this year, a lot of things for the ministry. Um, there's an incredible movement of God happening right now, and we really see ourselves as an expression of that movement, of his calling uh, calling his children back home. He's got lots of things that he wants to talk to us about. So anyway, we'll be sharing as we go along over the year, but we thought that the best place to start for 2022 is to really dwell on the topic of hope because we've been through kind of a rough couple years i think Mm -hmm. all of you would agree who are listening that it's been it's been tough with covid and we've had ups and downs and suddenly we seem like we're free and then all of a sudden we're not and we're getting mixed messages in the media and from the different governmental organizations um you know who knows what's happened in your own lives um, there may have been difficulties that you've been through these couple years uh, losses of loved ones uh, we've as i said just been through that ourselves and and who knows what's going on but if, if there's one thing that we feel that the world really needs to hear now is the beautiful incredible message of hope that jesus gives us the hope of the gospel, which is the only real true hope that the world um, can ever really hear. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But I just want to start with this beautiful passage from First Peter. It's chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. And he says this, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he's given us new birth, into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade, kept in heaven for you, who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. What an amazing uh, passage that is. I was saying before we started this that you could do many a sermon on this passage. But but what is this living hope? This living hope. Um, it's different than the world's hope. Like guys, if, if you think about the world's hope, what do you think about if the world thinks about hope? That circumstances will get better. So more money, less problems. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not bad, but things that 
are circumstantial and material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We think about it in terms of our, our present circumstances mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. As I mentioned, my, my mother passed away, um, just a week before Christmas. And the amazing thing was, is I found myself while I grieved her loss, she was a very, very strong believer. I really credit my own faith to what she instilled in me growing up. Um, she's the one who had me get down on, onto my knees and invite Jesus to come into my heart and really discipled and, and shepherded my heart as a, as a child and growing up. And when I walked away from the Lord for a while, she was the one who prayed fearlessly and relentlessly for me. And so I credit her with helping to draw me back uh, into the Lord's heart. Mm-hmm. And, and um, so when she passed, I, I, I was sh- almost shocked with the amount of joy that I felt for her. So I was sad, but I had such an assurance of where she now is. I could, I could almost see her sitting face to face with Jesus in a way, and the joy that was on her face, that all of her troubles in this world were gone, and now she was experiencing such beauty and such peace and such, and it was like the, the, it was the manifestation of the hope that she had all of her life that someday she would see Jesus. And honestly, still, as I say this, there's this excitement inside of me that, that transcends what the world really tells me that I should be feeling about her loss. Mm-hmm. So I had that that feeling inside. And then when I was um, flying out for the funeral, actually we went out for Christmas and then the funeral, um, on the seat back uh, TV on the flight, there was a, um, a CNBC was on and Jim Cramer, his show Mad Money or whatever, I, I couldn't hear it because I didn't get the headphones, but on it there's a Chiron that said, stocks that are going to do well in 2022 because of an atmosphere of hope. And it just, the Lord spoke to me and he started to say, well, if, if it, in the world, hope has power, can you imagine, Bruce, uh, how much power my, the hope that you have in me could possibly have? Um, and I thought, wow, you know, if, if human worldly hope can change the trajectory of a stock price, I mean, how much more, you know, will hope the hope in the Lord do? And I also saw a, a poll from Axios that said that this year, 54% of people are more fearful than hopeful about the state of the world. While last year, so prior to 2021, um, they were saying in 2021, 63% were more hopeful or more fearful than hopeful. So in other words, people this year about 2022 are much more fearful and have less hope than they did going into 2021. I thought, oh, how sad is that? So what, what do people need more than anything is, is hope. So I just kind of throw that out there as, as, as how we got here today. Well, the verse that immediately came to mind for me was Proverbs 13, 12. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. And when we feel hopeless, I mean, if, if the world is operating in a place of hopelessness mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. I mean, imagine what that does to people. Mm. And we do have an answer and maybe things look rough right now. Maybe circumstantially things are rough. I mean, I know we've, we've walked through some rough weeks the last couple months, but we have a, a living hope. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we know the source of hope. Yeah. And I love that in um, in First Corinthians 13, it says, um, for now we see only reflection as in a mirror, then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully as I am fully known. Mm-hmm. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Mm-hmm. And when we know the love of God, that love, I mean, it says it's the greatest and it's because it is that love that feeds our faith mm-hmm. and produces our hope that we know our eternal destiny mm-hmm. and we can enter into that right now, the tree of life that the Proverbs verse talked about. Mm-hmm. We can enter into that tree of life yeah. right now and have our longings fulfilled. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. still more mm-hmm. ahead that we can look forward to, mm-hmm. but we can enter in right now. Yeah. yeah, And that's just, if, if the whole world could stand in that place and experience that hope, things would look very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, you can live from the kingdom of heaven. Whereas if you don't know Jesus, you're just living in the kingdom of this world. So it's two different paradigms. Mm-hmm. And I think Christians know when they're focusing on just the kingdom of the world, because they'll just get more discouraged. They'll look at all the the circumstances like, oh, the stock market is down and I have to do this and I can't do that. And it can feel like there's a tightening and Mm. it can feel like you're losing hope. And it's because you are, there is no hope (laughs) in this world. That's why. And it's, you can focus on the kingdom of heaven and get hope there and, and be edified. That's why it's so important to be with other believers in fellowship and to focus on all those things and to listen to the word, even if I'm just doing dishes or something to just the sound of the kingdom of heaven, Yeah, just knowing it and hearing it and stirring up my faith. Cause it's so easy to just tap into the kingdom of this world and the hopelessness, Yeah, but it's not our portion. Right. I love that. Not our portion. Yeah. I love that. Cause it is, it is so easy to slip into that. You know, you're, you're watching the news around the clock or listening to your neighbor complaining about the state of the world or whatever it is it's deadening. It's really, it's something that can really harden our heart if we're not careful. I feel like it is really easy to get overwhelmed by circumstances, but when we were talking about this hope idea before, I remembered my mom had sent me this thing from Facebook twice. She forgot she sent it the first time. (laughs) I was like, I think you've sent that before, but it was actually a note someone wrote to moms about, but the first line is don't feel sorry for or fear for your kids because the world they are going to grow up in is not what it used to be. God created them and called them for the exact moment in time that they're in. Their life wasn't a coincidence or an accident. And then later on it said, um, you know, every person in all of history had been placed in the time that God, that they were in because of God's sovereign plan. He knew Daniel could handle the lion's den. He knew David could handle Goliath. He knew Esther could handle Haman. He knew Peter could handle persecution. He knows your child can handle whatever. But I also think not just children, mm-hmm. he knew you could handle. Yeah. He knew you, he sent you in the time that he sent you in, knowing that you would be filled with this hope, mm-hmm. knowing that, knowing the future, knowing that COVID would be on this earth and still sending the people he sent here, mm-hmm. fully knowing that he can send his power through us. And I think that's for all of us, you know, we can get so bogged down in circumstances and feel that hopelessness, but God knew, and he still decided that you were the one he was going to send to, you know, to, to bring his hope, to bring his love. 
there's no hopelessness. Like he knew everything and he, he had a plan. He, he knew what he was going to do. That's a great way to look at it, Janie, because not only is it true, but it helps make sense of things that are going around you and, and not are going, going on around you and not keeping you from being depressed about it. Yeah. Cause you think, well, you think, why do I, you know, I've heard people say, why did I have to live during this time of history or whatever? Mm-hmm. But because God created you to live during this time in history, because he designed each one of us um, here sitting and, and you listening to be alive at this time, because he has something that he wants to speak and say and really, do through you. It is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because Esther didn't live in a great time. I mean, you can look back at that story and be like, wow, it'd be cool to be Esther, would it? She was born for such a time right. as that. And we exactly. are born for this time. So we, it, that's why it, if, we, if we spend too much time looking back at the past and longing for something that somehow was better or we think was happier or whatever, we're really not living in the present moment, which is where God has called us to live. The place mm-hmm. of hope really is born in the present moment as we dwell with the one who loves us. Mm-hmm. Now, we can also look back at our at our past and see well where where did god show up what are the things that god's done and that can give us encouragement mm-hmm. as we go along because i because I, I know there's people and maybe even who are listening to this are saying well that all sounds good but isn't this 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 living hope this assurance you're talking about isn't isn't this just a way to just make yourself feel better unless you know god and have had an actual experience of him of him moving in your life and actually really loving you, then maybe it's difficult. Maybe it would be difficult to actually um, believe that something could could be happening or be certain about, about hope. But I think in our lives, and maybe we can just share for a minute, that things have happened in each of our lives where we can say with absolute certainty that God has done it. God has moved. You know, I, when I was healed in 1998 of life uh allergies, where there was no food that I could eat, where there was no, uh, the air, I couldn't breathe the air. And basically it was, you know, I was either going to be on a feeding tube for the rest of my life or just simply die. And yet he came in, he healed my heart, he healed my body and I am well, and I know he's real. I know he did it. It was something sovereign. One day I couldn't eat the next day I could. Well, it's, it's that kind of assurance, that kind of knowing that he's real, that really animates the hope that we have. So there's the hope that the scripture gives us and what Jesus did for us. But then there's the hope that actually has been displayed in our own lives. We've seen it. And so I don't know if there's something that you guys want to share along that line as well. I think for me, one of the biggest ways was really being able to hear him. Mm. I had a lot of doubt growing up and that blew my mind. I think I was just always really hopeful that he existed and that all of my faith was real, that he was real, that... I had all this hope and then he came through and spoke and it came true. It was just, I would never have been able to explain that. And I think that was a hope fulfilled in my life. Just that all of this faith that I had had was founded in something real. I I just, so that's the first thing I think of was Mm -hmm. he came through and that's all I needed. All I needed was to know that he was with me, that he was real, everything else in life fine but i that was the biggest hope fulfilled for me it was him meeting me in a moment of of deep deep despair 
where I was struggling with um, chronic illness and really just paralyzed by fear. And I was trying to, to get some word of comfort. And I was just thumbing through the Bible, like almost blindly, like just like hoping that something would, would hit me because I, I knew I needed something, I needed comfort. And, and I, was, I was trying to find it, but I was just, nothing was happening. And in that moment, God met me and, and it was in a way that I didn't expect because he, he told me to stop doing what I was doing. And here I was just fiercely tearing through the Bible, which there's nothing wrong with going to the Bible for, you know, comfort. But he told me to just stop and for whatever reason, get up, go over to the kitchen counter. And it wasn't like I was hearing him speak to me, you know, specifically do that. But I just felt this, stop what you're doing. I got up, walked to the counter and there was a pile of mail there. And I just started thumbing through it. And there was a newsletter from a Christian ministry that I'd never even heard of. I don't even know why we got it. And on the back of it was Jeremiah 29, 11. And it was funny because there I had been sitting with my Bible getting nothing. <laughs> and I go and in the stack of mail is the verse that hit my heart. Mm -hmm. And I know people will say, oh, be careful not to take, the, take a verse out of context. And the thing is, I know that Jeremiah 29, 11 was intended for the ancient Israelites. But in that moment, because all scripture is God breathed, it was for me. It hit my heart and I felt his peace. And I, I will, I'm sure many of you already know this verse, but I will read it. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And in that moment, that verse was for me. And I knew that he actually did care for me and that whatever was happening in my physical body, he was going to get me through it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what the outcome would be. I didn't know what the journey would look like, but he loved me. Mm -hmm. And that was really sort of the first time I had that experience, that experiential knowledge of his love. Mm -hmm. And it got me through, it got me through a whole lot. And, and I still cling to that verse. Mm -hmm. So it's a difference because it was a hope that you had that was not based in a seen or known outcome in the sense. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was a hope that was a, it was a living hope. So it gave you life that, that, that verse gave you the ability to, to persevere and get through the circumstances that you're in. Right. But then God did fulfill that verse in your life. I mean, he you did. were healed and, and, and it was amazing. But it's um, the worldly hope again is is very much it's it's so outcome based and so much about how we it's almost like we wish it's like a wish you know you're wishing something's going to come true you and, and 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 if it doesn't then your hopes are are somehow dashed but a living hope is different than that it's not about ultimately the outcome in terms of the way you see it should be it's it's about the one mm -hmm. the one who loves you and. Yeah and adores you and is going to be with you through whatever you go through. And if you get healed or that circumstance gets resolved, well, praise God. And if that isn't seen in the land of the living, that outcome well, still praise God because he is who he is and he'll always be who he is and who he is, is fundamentally love. 
Yeah, he doesn't ever leave us or forsake us. That's yeah. the truth. It's truly amazing. And it's a hope that, you know, if you're not a Christian, you can't know that, that hope, because it comes through personal relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you are a Christian, then the best way to live in hope, honestly, is to get to know the one who is hope, mm-hmm. the one who's the source of hope. So it's not a matter of sort of striving aimlessly to try to find your hope, but it's it's going directly to the one who is the source of it all. You know, I just pray that if there's anybody out there who is feeling hopeless right now, who really, maybe this has been a really, really rough year. Maybe it has nothing to do with COVID. Maybe there's some real trial or trauma that you're going through. Um, who knows? Or maybe you've had a great year. <laughs> you know, that's possible too. But if you, if it really has been rough for you, then I, I just want to read a verse to you that, that really sums up the hope that we have. There's so much in Scripture that does. We've already shared a couple, but this is this is really at at the heart of it. And Paul says this. This is from Romans eight starting at verse 37, and I probably should give more context because uh, it's just all encouraging, but just for the sake of time, I'm going to leave it. So I encourage you to go and read this, this entire chapter, actually. It's quite amazing. But he says, uh, No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced, so Paul's saying, I'm convinced, so he knows, that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any other powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Nothing, nothing will separate us from the love of our heavenly father shown to us perfectly in Jesus Christ, our Lord. I really speak that and pray that right now the Holy Spirit is speaking that to your hearts as he speaks to our hearts right now. The absolute assurance that we have and can have in his love for us. That there is no separation. If we are following him, if we love him, there is no separation anymore between us and his love. And he loved us even when we didn't love him. But now how much more? Can we know and experience that love? So we pray for you that you will know and experience personally just how much you were loved and that that love will grow and grow in your heart, that you'll have so much hope that springs from that love that he has for you, that you will begin to see things differently you'll see your circumstances differently, you'll see the world differently, that you will no longer go by the rhythms of the world, but just by the heartbeat of your heavenly father. That's our prayer for this coming year, that all of us will be able to walk in the footsteps of the one who loves us, that our hearts will beat together with him and with one another and one beat and one in a unison so that we can truly live in love and be love. We have a living hope in Jesus that transcends anything the world can throw at us. So thanks as always uh, for listening, everybody. We're looking forward to spending more time with you in the days and and months ahead. We've got um, some video 
that we're going to be putting out as well, plus other exciting things that Love Inside Out is going to be offering in the coming year. If you want to find out more about um, what we're up to, you can always go under our website, loveinsideout.org, under our contact section and sign up for our email updates. And otherwise, um, we'll talk to you soon. God bless everybody. To learn more about the ministry, go to loveinsideout.org. If you liked this episode, please consider donating at loveinsideout.org forward slash donate. Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed week. Thank you.